Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm George. And I'm Amanda. George and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 31 for George and season 27 for me. This is day 21 of season 99. Question 1 asks us what cultural phenomenon began in 2005 with me at the zoo. So I'm going to start the podcast with a quibble. <laughs> Um, and insist that the word purported should have been, uh, or, or, or a word similar to that should have been inserted before cultural phenomenon. Um, and so I figured this had to be, if it's like a cultural phenomenon, a trend like this, then it has to be something people are doing. I fe I felt like, like this is, you know, I presumed it was something internet related, um, but not like, you know, this would be pretty early for something going viral on the internet. Like it's, um, it, it was, this is maybe the very dawn of, um, smartphones and things like that. Like, you know, when we sort of just had the capability to put ourselves out there a lot more, let's say, um, it was just starting to happen around this time. I felt like, as I was thinking through the question and thinking, you know, what could have started happening in 2005 and have, uh, it, you know, the first example of it be called something like me at the zoo, because I, I didn't just know whatever this was. I hadn't heard of it before. Um, and I, after a while, um, I tried to, you know, think of things that could work like that and wondered if it, you know, many of the things that I think of as cultural phenomenon type things like memes or macros or something like that like that I, it didn't sound right for something like the first macro and I figured that seemed like it was a, quite a bit earlier um and so thinking through things like that I stumbled over was this maybe the first selfie like was this something that I'm not sure how you would pinpoint that in retrospect but it fit the title me at the zoo so perfectly that I thought yeah this is somebody you know, holding up their phone for the first time and realizing they can take a picture of themselves uh, on it and then post it to something. Um, and, you know, I, I thought that just totally makes sense. So I'll put down selfie. Reasonable. Mm. Uh, me at the zoo was the first YouTube video. Mm. Uh, I don't remember where I picked that one up, but I feel like it's been a trivia question somewhere. Uh, yeah. In the last couple of years that's come up. So, yeah, I, uh, the time was roughly correct. I remember, yeah, YouTube was mid, mid aughts. Mm -hmm. And, but yeah, me at the zoo is just that, that was what the, I, I, I guess that Kareem was one of the founders. Ah. And that was just, you know, they had to put something on there. So, <laughs> and, was, and that was the correct answer. Uh, I just wish the phrase cultural phenomenon yeah. had not been deployed on this question Yeah. because this was the beginning of the website that is YouTube. Mm -hmm. It, it, you know, it wasn't like, I, I don't know. I, I felt like this was a real weird and misleading way to say what website started with this. I, you know, whatever you may think of YouTube at this point in our uh, collective evolution, I... I thought that was a weird and bad way of um, trying to make the question harder 
um, when it's already pretty yekioid. Um, and so, yeah, that I didn't care for that. And that is not a great start to the day, is it? Yeah. Oh, well. Question two, on a happier note, references the defenestration of Prague, one of ev uh, everyone's favorite historical trivia events, um, and asks us in particular, what war did it kick off, essentially? So I knew this was one of those very generically named in the Anglosphere wars. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what it's called, closer to where it actually uh, happened, ah. i.e. Prague, yeah. i.e. Westphalia. Um, but the, the key here was in the numbers. Mm -hmm. It, it was, had an early event in 1618. It ended with a treaty in 1648. Mm -hmm. That's 30 years. It was the 30 years war. Yeah, that was the same calculation that I made. Um, and I'm just kind of now noticing like how, uh, Thorsten put the two dates as far from each other as he possibly could in the question. <laughs> um, it, just to kind of perhaps draw people's attention away from that while simultaneously still including the information. Um, but I had the very same thought that you had, which was 1648 minus 1618 is 30 years. And so I presume that's the 30 years war that I, because of the defenestration of Prague, have read a little bit about, but not like enough to recall at a moment's notice what it really was about or, or anything like that. Um, thankfully, I wasn't asked to, so I just put down the name 30 Years War. And that was correct. Question three asks us for a Major League Baseball Hall of Famer who tweeted uh, last September, now we all know I was innocent, amen, R.I.P. Queen E. Yes, and we are told that he used his month referencing handle for this tweet, um, which... Combined with him being a baseball player, I thought, well, that has to be Mr. October, uh, who is Reggie Jackson, of course. And he, you know, this is where uh, we're getting into a sports figure that is a very Gen X one for us to get into in the sense of even I knew who Reggie Jackson was, <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, you know, and it, it didn't hurt that uh, when I was... A kid about our daughter's age the tigers won the world series a couple of times and so um that you know baseball was a sport that i was more aware of around the time that reggie jackson was um you know playing and so i i knew that he was mr october for being you know the hero of the world series um and to be honest I don't know who Queen E is that he's referencing um, or, or what this is referring to, but uh, I definitely could pin it down by the other clues in the question. So I put down Jackson. Wow. <laughs> I, I admit I did not. I, I postulated that in a discussion with some other friends. Oh, that yeah? someone who did not get the joke could have arrived at this. And I am, uh, I am tickled that you could. <laughs> Uh, this has to do with his appearance in the movie The Naked Gun from the Files of Police Squad. Oh. When Reggie Jackson played himself, uh -huh. hypnotized to right, assassinate Queen right. Elizabeth. Oh, my goodness. At a, at a ball game. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. That is a that pretty was, great joke, in fact. Yeah. 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 So, that, so, September 8th, 2022 was right around when Queen Elizabeth II died. Yes. And so he, he could say that, see, I didn't do it. <laughs> Wasn't me. Wow. 
Yep. Well, I assume then you put that I, down I as answered well. Reggie Jackson, uh, <laughs> and I'm not entirely certain why, but I actually said Reggie Jackson rather than just Jackson. Understandable, because um, just Jackson sounds a little too very generic. generic. Yeah. Like it's yeah, yeah, uh, almost on the verge of a Lucky Johnson there. Mm-hmm. So um, that was, however, the correct answer. Uh, question four asks us for the name of what I purport to be a mythical espresso drink that the name of which is based on a specific uh, piece of glassware made by the Libby Glass Company and named after a geographical territory. Yeah, I had no idea, so I just kind of had to think of specialty espresso drinks, which I don't know any of either. So specialty, mm. co- so coffee drinks, just, you know, like cappuccino, is that a special right. mm, Well, it might be an espresso drink, but it's also named after something else. I know it's not a territory or a... Uh, you know, or a glassware. Right. Uh, so all I could think of was the Americano. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the, maybe, maybe the glassware is named after the geographical territory of the Americans, the Americas, <laughs> which is where somebody yeah. invented the Cortado. And that's Could why be. it's made by Libby Glass Company, which very much sounds like a non-Italian name. So, yeah. all right, we'll go with Americano. Yeah, I did much the same thing. Um, and, uh, Although I didn't uh, stay with Americano because I, I thought, you know, a ge- America is not a geographical territory. It's a geographical region. So I was like, that doesn't quite fit. And, you know, there's there's weird phrasing in Learned League questions. And then there's weird phrasing in yeah. Learned League questions. And I, I thought that was not quite right. And then I thought about a mocha and... I was like, I think that's a geographical area somewhere in the world. Like, I, I think that drink is named after mm. a place where it was invented. Uh, and it does have espresso in it, I believe. Sure. Uh, I did also try to think through other ones to make sure I wasn't, uh, you know, to, to determine if I was missing other ones that I could think of. Like, mm. you know, cappuccino is named after the capuchins. Um, uh, latte is because there's milk in it. You know, um, affogato is a different thing. Like, mm-hmm. uh, all these things were just, none of them were checking the boxes adequately. And to be honest, I wasn't sure that mocha was either. Yeah. Um, but I just thought, you know, I tried to think too about, you know, this, uh, uh, drink being, this geographical territory being near where the cortado originated. And I thought, first of all, I don't know what a cortado is either. Um, other than apparently it's an espresso drink that I've also never heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounded vaguely Spanish. And I just, but it didn't, that didn't help me think of any possibilities here. Because um, none of the coffee drinks I've ever heard of sound spanish in that same way like i tried to think of even names that i you know might be making up like italiano or something that's you know in any way denoted by anything in the question so i kind of threw up my hands after a while and put down mocha it was gibraltar okay yeah yeah this is (laughs) Like our entire friend group, including one who's married to an ex barista, 
um, you know, people who have hung out in coffee shops plenty in their time have never heard of this, never been served one, you know, oh, well. it's, yeah, that's, it's a deep, much deeper cut than your average coffee drink question, mm. you know? Question five asks us, what are the names of dark regions on the near side of the moon? And oh, by the way, this is also a very popular girl's name, especially in the Spanish speaking world. So yeah, I, I feel like this is another question that feels a bit recycled somehow, because um, I feel like we've had a lot of questions about the the areas on the moon being... Uh, um, being uh seas and in spanish seas are mares or mar um and so these are maria um and get to give it a spanish inflection i suppose um but yeah i i, I almost second guess this one because i felt like we'd seen it re not more than once in learned league in our time playing right. learned league um and so I was like, is this something I, is this some other thing that I missed or can't think of, but truly the only thing that fit the popular Spanish girl's name was Maria or Maria, um, depending on, I'm not sure if it's a different pronunciation than the name, um, cause it feels like in Latin, it might be the first syllable emphasized i don't know anyway i put down maria because i figured that is the only thing that really fits here uh yeah the those dark regions are were known as seas mm -hmm. the sea of tranquility mm -hmm. is mare tranquillum i think something, okay something near there um so yeah i i initially had uh mar mare or mare m-a-r-e mm -hmm. Uh, and then I just you know, looked at it and was like, that is not really that popular a girl's name. And, oh, Spanish speaking. Okay, this is Maria. He wants the plural. Got it. Maria. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that was the correct answer. And finally. Uh... The question, do you have kids? <laughs> More or less. Um, although this question goes to great lengths to nerf out even that yeah. uh, aspect. It asks us um, to name a chart-topping hit from a Disney movie that was a cross-genre Latin music ensemble number and just gives every last detail to describe the song so that there is no question about which one it is. <laughs> Specifically, it is We Don't Talk About Bruno, mm -hmm. which I feel like I might have mentioned on this podcast previously, but if you have a group of girl scouts who you really need to <laughs> accomplish a task you simply tell them okay as soon as we are done with this you can listen to we don't talk about bruno on my phone <laughs> and boy howdy they will move faster than an infantry squad <laughs> so yeah this is we don't talk about bruno it certainly is down to the last detail um and yeah it's just i it, it's kind of hilarious in that it talks about the song as much as it can without you know talking mm -hmm. about we don't talk about bruno um and so yeah i you know this was just such a funny 
bit of a phenomenon from this Disney movie. It's a Lin-Manuel Miranda song like the other ones from the movie and thus insanely catchy and fun and um, clever. And so I believe some of the other songs did pretty well um, uh, in the charts too, but this one just went kind of wild. Um, and yeah, I remember seeing the movie and seeing snippets of it over and over again, because that's how our kid ends up watching movies or rewatching <laughs> movies, I should say. She just kind of re replays the hits uh, of them sometimes. And uh, so, yeah, the, this was definitely uh, the parents' choice question of the day. And I also put down, we don't talk about Bruno. And that was correct. Indeed. So I had five on the day. I'm happy. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I, I had four. Um, I'm still a little irked by the YouTube one. Although, clearly, I just didn't know what the question was either. Mm. Um, but it does feel like I could have had a better chance of figuring it out if it weren't kind of shrouded in that weird phrasing. So yeah. uh, the, the coffee one, I don't know what to tell y'all. That, that was just not a thing I've ever known about. So, And, I, and food and drink is one of my best categories. It's not like I, I do get interested in these things. Like, there are parts of food and drink that are bigger blind spots for me, like cocktail recipes mm -hmm. or, I don't know, you know, certain cuisines that I haven't experienced much of. But I've been to a Starbucks, you know, <laughs> I've been to plenty of coffee shops and, and um, drank my share of coffee. But uh, this one was new one on me. Yeah, I, I've never been into coffee. Uh, mm -hmm. ironically it makes me jittery <laughs> um but yeah i just i've never heard of this but then i i don't know that i'd ever heard of the cortado either no i so, haven't actually heard of that either for yeah. that matter well, anyway. well that's it for today tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis follow us on blue sky at learned lag with all the vowels and remember don't forfeit don't cheat don't talk about Bruno.